Hi guys, and welcome back to the Off Duty Podcast. This is the first episode of 2024. Woo! I'm so excited to be back. I hope you guys are all excited. And because it's a new year, I feel like this is the time where everyone is very motivated to do something, to reach their goals. But if you're like me, I wrote down some goals for 2024 and they just happened to be the same goals that I had last year and the year before that and the year before that. So I have done some research and I've actually implemented what I've read. I thought I would talk about it in today's episode and summarize it into four easy steps. So by the end of this episode, you will have the necessary tools to start attaining your life's biggest goals. The biggest hurdle that I think into reaching my goals, for me anyway, is procrastination. I am so good at procrastinating. I think it should be on my resume, but it's not something that I should be proud of. So hence, it's not there. And it is something that I want to improve on. I find that I procrastinate not because I don't know how to do something, but it's because I don't feel like doing it. What can I do? So number one, I don't procrastinate. Number two, don't need to rely on little bursts of motivation. And number three, actually feel like I'm working towards my goals and probably implement some habits so my goals seem attainable by the end of the year. I find when I do procrastinate, I actually eat more junk food. I stay up all night. I don't go to bed when I should be. I don't exercise. I don't go to the gym. I think this episode would have a bigger effect if you have a particular goal in mind that you want to reach by the end of 2024. So just take a second and think about what that goal is for you. If it helps, I've got a few that I've written down myself. One, I have read more books. Number two, save money. Number three, exercise more. Number four, cook dinners at home. In today's episode, my main example will be reading books because reading books is something that's new. It's not even something that I thought about in the last couple of years. A bit of a backstory as to why this is my goal. In about October last year, I was just on YouTube and I love going down a YouTube rabbit hole. I just found all these booktubers and then I found out about BookTok. BookTube is like YouTubers that read a lot of books and they read, do reading vlogs, they do book hauls about all the books they bought and they do TBRs, which is a to be read list of all the books they want to read in the next month. They do monthly wrap ups, which is the books they've read for that month and what their reviews are. BookTok, aka books on TikTok worth the hype, should you go out and buy and read them. And I got so fascinated by it, I don't know why. So in October last year, when I went to Melbourne, I actually bought some books. And by some, I mean, I literally mean two. I found it hard to figure out which books I should read because I haven't read since like high school, uni. And I was never a big reader, which is ironic because I'm a lawyer and all I do is read. And I think that's partially the reason why, like I don't read for fun. The last time I really did read because I wanted to was because, I don't know, Twilight was a huge thing back when I was in high school. So I read Twilight books, but I never actively read by myself. So that's something I wanted to change. 
So I am going to use that example of reading books because it's only been a goal this year, but I started reading towards the end of last year and I've actually implemented these steps into that habit. So let's talk about it. All right. Step one, change your environment. I think the biggest thing that may shock you because it shocked me, or maybe I was just in denial. The biggest thing about behavior change isn't willpower. It's not discipline. It's not motivation, self-esteem, vision boards, manifesting, or asking the universe to magically bring you your soulmate or, or make your boss give you a higher salary. It's none of those things. It's changing your environment. And the research is clear on this, which is very disappointing for you and me, because we like to believe that if we have enough focus and discipline and willpower, we can create a new habit. But that's just not the case. If you set up your environment in such a way that your desire to change becomes inevitable. In fact, it's by force of the environment itself. For example, if you want to lose weight, then you got to clear out all the junk food from your fridge. You should prepare all your meals of what you're going to eat for the next week. You got to do the list of groceries that you're going to buy. You got to go out and buy the groceries. You should meal prep in advance. So when you are hungry, you're not reaching for that chocolate bar. You are eating, I don't know, some delicious healthy meal. So the point is, even before you start on reaching that goal, you need to firstly change your environment. So I mentioned that I want to read more books this year. I haven't put an exact number on it. I don't really have a target of how many books I want to read. I just wanted to get into the habit of reading. So I've decided to change my environment by putting a book next to my bed at all times. Because my thought is, if I read before bed, it stops me getting out my phone and scrolling. And when I read, it helps me wind down my mind and feel sleepy for bed. <laughs> I'm not really reading like the news or anything like that. It's more like fictional books or nonfiction books that I read to help me wind down and go to sleep. And if the book that I'm reading is in a different room or it's in my bag or it's not close next to me while I'm in bed, I think it makes it harder for me and it causes that friction to actually take any steps to attaining my goal, which is to read more books. The second step is rewards. Now, the most powerful tool that we have to influence our minds is creating some incentives for ourselves. And that means... We set up rewards for the positive behaviors we do, and then we have punishments for our negative behaviors. It sounds like 101 psychology, but that's what building a habit is. So my reward for positive behavior, aka reading more books, is buying more books. I think because I consume so much like YouTube and TikTok about books, it makes me want to go and buy the books but I'm trying not to buy the books until I read more books. I mean, it hasn't quite worked out because I've got so many books for Christmas and I still want to buy more. So that's my reward. Reading more books means I get to buy more books. I didn't realize like how cheap books are and I don't know the satisfying, it's so satisfying like getting a real physical book, smelling the pages. That sounds like a bit weird, but 
I don't really want to read on Kindle. Or I don't really like reading on my computer because like I feel like I'm at my computer or I have a screen in front of my face all day. So it's kind of nice for my eyes to take a break and just read an actual book. The main point of your goals is not actually the goals themselves. I mean, it's like cool to read 100 books per year, but these things are just the things we're working towards. But it's not actually the thing that I'm chasing that makes me feel good. It's a chasing itself. It's taking action. It's moving from point A to point B. And just by doing anything, you're getting closer to your goal. So let's call this step 2A. And I read this principle from Atomic Habits by James Clear. It talks about the two minute rule, which is the idea to make your habits as easy as possible to start. If I want to read more, read one page, that's it. You've done something, anything that moves you closer to your goal. Because doing something is better than not doing anything at all. The idea is to do a small and simple action for two minutes that will eventually snowball into something more and kind of trick your brain into doing something that's actually good and positive and will eventually become a habit. For example, reading. I can choose to read for two minutes, which will basically be one page. And once I do that, I can just stop reading. That's it. I've done reading for the day. The idea is like, okay, I've read one page. What's another page? And then I'll just read another page. I've done this because sometimes I'm really tired or I'm not really feeling the book I'm into. Maybe I'm reading a romance book and I really want to read fantasy, but I don't actually have any fantasy books with me. So I have to read what I've got. And I don't feel like reading all the time because the point of a habit is to, is to do something even when you don't feel like it. So I need to read even though I don't feel like it. Sometimes the pace of the book is so slow that nothing's really happening. Maybe I'm starting a book. It's setting up the characters. It's setting up the storyline. But I'm not really into it because I'm tired. I'm kind of sleepy. I'm not really feeling it. That could be my excuse not to read. But if I implement the two-minute rule, I'll just read the book for two minutes. That could be one page. Okay, I've read one page. Oh, that's actually kind of exciting. What do you mean? Like, what is this character going to do? I'll just read one more page. And the idea is that you start something for two minutes. It's a very small thing, but it snowballs into something a little bit more. Sometimes it's not always the case. One time I've read, I don't know, three or four pages and then I'll stop. But I'll feel better reading something rather than not doing anything at all. I don't know. I find out like, like you guys are smart. I assume you're smart because you clicked on this episode and you want to listen to it. You want to figure out how to stop procrastinating. So I think that like smart people are too smart sometimes because they just create more excuses to not do something. So the two minute rule is the idea just to do anything, something, a really small, insignificant task that's related to your end goal and do that for two minutes and then you can stop. It sounds kind of stupid because it's like, ugh. okay, so quick example, I want to wake up early. So phase one of two minute rule would be be at home by 10 p.m. every night. Phase two would be have all devices, TV, phones, everything turned off by 10 p.m. every night. Phase three would be be in bed by 10 p.m. every night read a book, talk with your partner. Phase four would be 
turn off all the lights at 10 p.m. every night. And phase five would be wake up at 6 a.m. every day. So eventually you'll get to your goal. You just have to break it down into like smaller, simpler steps. So it's easier to accomplish by the end. Okay, step three, social pressure. So people love to complain about social pressure. They complain because it prevents them from doing something they wish they could. But what if you could actually use social pressure to help you do what you wish you would do? See, we're a very social species, whether we like it or not. We enjoy doing things with others. We like being with other people. And I think that utilizing social pressure for its benefits, for achieving your goals and taking action is one of the most practical uses to get towards your habits. The essence is the more that you motivate others to take action and encourage them to be the best versions of themselves, the more you find out they motivate you in turn. My thinking is if I post about what I want to read in 2024, not that I don't know how many people are going to watch it, but it's out there and I need to hold myself accountable. And then people or my friends might ask me, how are you going with your TBR list? What books are you currently reading? And if I'm not, I'm like, ah, okay. It'll like motivate me to put me back on track. I think also like if you want to read more books like me, a book club might be nice because you're like talking to your friends about it. And then you talk about what you've interesting that you've read because at the moment I'm just talking to my boyfriend and I don't think he's very interested in the books that I'm reading because they're all romance books. But anyway, that's what my social pressure step is. But it's very exciting, I think. I don't know, the book community is so cute. There's so many books coming out. It's fun to like read them and you discuss and you figure out like if it's something that is worth the hype. Step four, failure moves us forward. I mentioned before that sometimes I find it really difficult to just start reading and I don't want to try and put the book down. I want to finish it, even though it's very slow pace. Maybe it's not my genre that I like because I don't really know what the genre of reading that I like at the moment. I'm still trying to figure that out. When I implemented the two minute rule, I tried doing the reading one page and then putting it down and then okay, I'll read two pages and then I'll put it down after two minutes. But then I thought when I'm at work, sometimes I like to listen to music while I read because it helps me just sit there because I like listening to the music. And I think, okay, I'll just write one more sentence. I'll just read one more page. So I've tried to implement that when I'm reading my fiction books or nonfiction books. Then I found that didn't quite work. So then I found out on Spotify, they now have audiobooks and you can listen up to 15 hours of audiobooks each month. So yesterday I tried something where I was reading a book and I was like, no, I want to sit here for like at least half an hour and just read. But I found myself kind of wandering off and thinking about something else. So I found the same book that I'm physically reading on Spotify. So I started listening to it on Spotify and reading the words as I went. I had it on 2x because I like to read. I'm trying to read really fast and 2x was still a bit slow because I realized that I skim. <laughs> I don't like read for words that are there. Like I don't enjoy it. So I want to try and like enjoy the process of reading rather than just reading for information like I'm used to. 
So I did that and I was like, okay, I'll just like listen to audiobooks because I'm not really sure. I've never done that with reading a physical book together. So I did that and actually like found it a little bit interesting. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I was like really getting into the book and I kind of just thought I just forgot about where I was and I was so ingrained in the story. And then before I knew it, it was like halfway through the book and then I was three quarters of the way through the book. And then things were, you know, I got up to the conflict and then the conflict was resolving and I had to figure out what was happening. And the reason why I found out or Spotify has a 15 hour time limit on audiobooks is because I actually reached that last night. I got up to 15 hours in one month and I couldn't listen to the next chapter, but I needed to figure out what happened in the book. So I didn't even need the audiobook anymore. I just read normally. And then I stayed up to like 1.30 a.m. this morning reading and finishing the book. I finished it in one day and I haven't had that feeling since like I read Twilight, which is very embarrassing. And so many emotions. I felt like I was going to cry. My eyes were getting watery. Then I laughed and then I felt angry and then I felt sad. And then the book was over. And I was like, okay, this is what I want to feel when I read. Like, I want to feel like I'm transported into the book. Like I'm part of the plot line. I'm with the characters because you're so invested in them by the end. Like that is the fun of reading. And that's what I got from it. So that's what's worked out for me. Maybe that's something that can work for you. I think like all I wanted to do was read it a little bit longer than two minutes. And I ended up reading for like hours and hours and hours. So that was really fun. I encourage you to do that if you're looking for ways to help you get into reading. So just to recap, step one, change your environment. Step two, create rewards for taking action. Step 2A, use a two-minute rule to implement a simple and easy action or task to snowball into reaching your end goal. Step three, social pressure. Use that to your advantage. Step four, use failure to help us move forward. Thanks, guys. That's today's episode. I would love to know what your goals are for 2024 and Once you've had a chance to implement the two minute rule and these four easy steps, please let me know how you go on your journey. I would love to know. And until next week, I'll see you next week's episode. Bye.